service you right just so when you touch down And take off the uniform, the bond you form Never look warm and that's why we on the dismount So you ain't gotta re-enlist to hang out No need to be on your feet, but please pay attention To Charlie Mike on the mic and let's get reconnecting Here on dismount Spell your fire from the fire team on dismount Spell your fire from the fire team on dismount Veterans and focuses up here on dismount What's up, buddy? Once. Headphones work. Nice. Outstanding. I was just kind of priming the uh, live chat a little bit. Uh, I like it. Yeah. And we're, we're just doing kind of like a test. So people comment, popping in, popping out. It's no big deal. I'm lucky enough to have a spare phone to uh, right. stay in that. Um, but I feel like I'm going to yeah. check the IG Instagram website okay. and see if I can join it from there. Probably. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. I just felt really special that I happen to have an old phone that can still right. use that or not. Um, and we can do this. I was I was telling people while well, you get that situated, um, we're trying to kind of create a little more depth into the conversations. What up, Rich? What up, buddy? Oh shit! You what up, Rich? Uh, I pressed the wave button, but it's an iPhone, so it's being douchebaggy. I feel douchebaggy just saying I have two phones. Um, I get hand-me-down phones. You you ever get like hand-me-down phones? That's um yeah yeah yeah. Can be damn phones. I'm okay with it. It still has enough memory for me to, you know, bullshit on social media and whatnot. So yeah, uh, adding right. depth to our conversations because not everyone either a wants to download uh, the app we use for the podcast or has the time in the spur of moment when they're like, I want to join the conversation, or they're saying something I want to know. Like most people have to listen to the conversation afterwards, and then maybe a little. But I don't do that right now because sometimes it gets boring. What up, man? What up? <laughs> it dropped you again. Um, I think it was because I was going from uh, data to Wi-Fi. Ah, I see. I see. Troubleshoot and figure this out and also kind of keep people posted on some of the pros and cons that we're doing and, and maybe how they can kind of get involved. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, interacting on, on posts and Facebook. Some people like stories. What up, Lizzie? Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on? I... With uh, Instagram, that's what I'm comfortable with. Just, I like the yeah. Uh, I, I, box. I I'm live. I don't know if you guys can hear once. He's uh, we're doing kind of a test. You can see him right here. He's loud and angry. Test recording. Hopefully the uh, the audio headset. Uh, he has one. Um, I'm using two phones right now. I'm being bougie as shit. That's okay. Uh, bougie this right was to allow another space for somebody who again may not really care to add an app or uh or just want to hop in so you guys can hop in either in the chat on the live live instagram or um or join me on the live instagram and and, i believe most of your audio will, will usually get picked up so just know that it'll be included right um yes but yeah, man. Hey, yeah. Once you got anything to add at the moment, I know we've got a couple of tentative um, topics to kind of throw out. We could throw them out 
to people right now and see what they think or whatever else. But we're doing what we want. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, feedback. Goes I, I like the the parenting one because in further – where the fuck is this cat at? Sorry, You're one of my dumbest. <laughs> I like the look of no. – um, sorry, one of our cats knows how to open our bedroom door and then it fucks it up for everybody else. I see, I see. My cat just kind of tripped <laughs> out on it. He's like, Oh, this is another cat I've never heard of. It's on the phone, dude. It's called technology. Calm down. Right. Calm down. Um, I like the look at parenting because, in retrospect, what I experienced. As opposed to, oh my God, your voice sounds like a demon. I love it. <laughs> As opposed to a uh, like an active duty person would deal with. Yeah, that 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 switch that we have to to turn on and off. Usually, I think okay. um, we had we talked about it before. Someone who's a reserve or national guard one has to practice that on a consistent basis, on mission, right. off mission, off mission, off mission, and active duty. You're still in that element, even though you're downtime. You're you're mm-hmm. probably buffing floors and doing CQ fire guard. I don't know what they call it for you guys, but I'm, right. I'm assuming it's suicide watch. Remember that being? I get in trouble all yep. the time. Extra duty working parties. I don't know how many rocks I painted. A lot. <laughs> Look, this is this is exactly what I was talking about with the other buddy because uh, I mentioned how I me and you kind of been doing this, and. I, I was like, you just get two vets in a conversation. It doesn't matter. Like we, we can have an entire conversation about. We throw in a topic. Throw yep. it. In. I like the ones you gave, man. You you said um, first grocery trip off base, dude. I was like, wait, that yeah. is fun. Or, or like, first, or first yeah. job interview, or first uh, like first job interview. Fuck, I gotta, I gotta do. Uh, I gotta do my own. I lost you. Yeah, I still lost you. No. Are you on mute? Do your headphones kick out? Sometimes that happens. I'm still good. He's there. He's, uh, it, there you are. There you are. Hey, I missed there we are. You said you got to do what? So, like, uh, like having your first, like, dentist appointment. Okay. Like um, having to make it, like, oh fuck! I've I joined when I was seventeen or eighteen. I've never made my own doctor's appointment. I mean, who who does? And, and, and I'll challenge you this: I don't even buy my own socks, so I can't. I can't. I my socks just appear, and and right. just like dentist appointments. I think my wife made my my first one ever since I got out outside of my mom. Like that's as a guy, I think that happens a lot. I don't know. I can speak for women. Yeah. That's uh, but look at this. Yeah, but we, we even impromptu episode. Yeah, yeah, I have friends that are just like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I was up for a teeth cleaning and uh, just missed my appointment because no one reminded me. Oh no, that's right. Yeah. You usually have like your sergeant come in and be like, hey, you fuck, you're on. Hey, broke dick, you got dental. Hey, turd, gentle, be back as fast as you humanly possibly can. Don't go dick around at freaking Burger King or something. Oh, man. That's a good topic. 
I think we can elaborate. Oh, What's that? yeah. I love him. Okay, I love her. What's on hey. Your phone? Uh, not, buddy. Oh, when I when we just oh, dude. Sorry. I don't remember. Love you, much. Yeah, but you guys have a good stuff too. Wait a sec. Uh, freaking hilarious. It's not mine. It's your own thing. It's no one has it. How would we clean your whole gym except for one nope. toilet? Ah. Anyways, Courtney wants to pay me to uh, the store where we used to do the gym at, that cobblestone house, mm-hmm. next door tomorrow. So okay. I'll do that and then we'll go to the gym. Okay. I'm making that money. She pays I too well. Mm-hmm. I like it. Love you guys. I love you, Bobby. Me in the grocery store, but it was somebody else. No, but even at a grocery store, like it's a different vibe than on base. Like on base, you're like, "Oh, what's up, LT?" Yeah, well, yeah, because you expect to yeah, see you're somebody. You're buying way too much loot. Whatever. Yeah, you're just like, ah, uh, you gotta watch out for those dark cards and stuff, man. Atheists will. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was gonna say, um, I, I can't recall exactly my first time in like a non-base. Mm-hmm. Hello? What the fuck is going on with my phone? Is it? Okay. You're back. So right. uh, I had this, this moment. I was in the grocery store, just kind of waiting in line. Mm-hmm. And some, he might not have been in uniform. I think what it was is he had a bunch of groceries. I'm paraphrasing whatever I can remember. It's mm-hmm. been a while. He had a bunch of groceries, and he had no money for whatever reason. And the guy flapped a, a military ID or something, and he's like, "I'm good for it." And I was like, "So it caught my attention." I'm I'm kind of like being nosy now because that's what we do. You're right. incognito in civilian clothes. You see someone who's claiming to be military acting like a douchebag. He's like, no, no, I'm good for it. What do you, what do you uh, have no respect for the military? Again, I'm totally paraphrasing. I just remember him being a douchebag. Right, so I don't know exactly. I can't remember exactly what, what the whole that. moment was like. He's like, I put her on my rank. You call my sergeant now. And um, I'm pretty sure it was a big-ass lie because he started throwing out. He's like, Special Forces Delta, some shit. You no, know, the government just had withholding mm. my money till after this mission. I was like, what are you fucking talking about? I don't understand what's going on. And um, I don't know if it's your headphones, your phones, but your audio is really distorted. Is it right really now. chops? Uh, I wouldn't call it chops. It's almost like you're using an auto tune. Oh, gross. Um, I just have it on speaker. Maybe my speaker is dirty. Um, maybe having both of the phones so close to each other, maybe spread them out. I will, some, I will lean because that I will lean back. Distort. Lean back. Um, okay. How's that? Maybe it reverberates. I don't know what that means, but it sounded like a good yeah. word. Yeah. I, I like it. it. I'm so, um, I was going to say something, being the young buck sergeant, fucking. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, nah, I'm not going to say shit. And some older vet went, went up and it was like a retired colonel or some shit. He fucking chewed him out. And I was like, oh, well, it's fucking handled. It's above me now. Too late. All right. Above yeah, my like, oh. 
that you never know. There's always some retired fucking colonel out there, sergeant major, waiting to fuck fuck someone's world up. Oh, and they're so incognito, like it's like they purposely look like hippies yes. or whatever when they get out. They're like, no one oh, will my know. Kid and the time will come where I just fuck some enlisted over one it's last like time. A, I haven't screwed somebody over in like seven years. Oh, someone walk on my grass. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I've uh, <laughs> I've ran into that a couple times, especially on Veterans Day, doing all the, okay. you know, because, like, I make my rounds. I'll wake up bullshit early and be like, I'm going to this restaurant, this restaurant, this restaurant. You plan, you plan restaurant, it out, yeah. This restaurant. Because... God damn it. I've given 12 years of my life. I'm getting 12 meals in one fucking day. 12, damn it. 12 years, 12 meals, my friend. Uh, dude, damn that's sure. funny. You know what sure. I was... I'm going to make a shirt for veterans. You know what I was thinking right now, because you said of the audio stuff, maybe, just maybe, we can do... Um, mm-hmm. We'll do the reverse. I'll have you on the live, and I'll just use the, uh, the phone, uh, my app, to record it from there. Maybe. We can test it out. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Okay. I don't know. I feel like we're we flowing right now. I don't want to run with it Let's run with it. We can always try new stuff at a Damn later right. date. So that was my grocery thing. I can't for the life of me remember. I know I know it was uh like highly suspicious of things in in non based yeah. areas because I'm just like everybody's a fucking a threat. Everyone. You know that, that high alert kind mm-hmm. of stuff? You're like, oh. Yep. That high intensity anxiety that keeps you yes, alive. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Thank that's you. Uh, the, the adrenaline from war. I had a guy, had a guy mm-hmm. tell me, he's like, What's wrong with your fucking eyes? Where are you looking? I was like, Everywhere. Fucking everywhere. everywhere. Fucking thousand meters out that I way, see through. Everywhere. I'm like, You see that plane? <laughs> oh, no. It's- What's that plane? Got missiles? No, dude. It's like a jet airline. No, it couldn't. Be, you don't though. know what's in there. I mean, I I had my moments. Right. Uh, there was a while I couldn't drive on the freeway. Um, oh man, directly coming home from my deployment, um, especially because I was in Kuwait, and Kuwait's like that area like it's combat pay and they always tell you be careful be careful be careful but then they don't give you armor or weapon oh yeah yeah no your your, your risk at getting I, like my, is still uh, high. Fuck. i would i would drive off base without a weapon or armor an hour and a half one way and an hour and a half back sometimes mm-hmm. to pick up like high mission visibility assets from the airport, like the international oh, airport. Fuck that. And do you know how that fucking was? Like, being briefed, like, alright, you guys are going out, you're going to KWI. Okay. Alright, be careful, though, because all this shit happened in the news while you've been in your little slice of paradise, so, uh, yeah, just be careful, and I'm like, well, you at least want to give me a nine? Right. Like, a little something? service a, revolver? Come on with some web gear? And like anything, there. and that, that fucked me up, like, a lot. Like, yeah. Obviously, the funny thing is, you don't get fucked up in your deployment, though, because you're, you're in that state of, like, 
I can do fucking anything. I've been trained for this. I'm going to fucking be a goddamn rock star. And that's all there is to it. But once you get home, it's like, oh, here's seven months of stress, anguish, and anxiety. Yeah, the, the deflation time like, is go just uh, a non-existent. Bomb. Mm-hmm. Even having my like month and a half of like you know leave built up, so like I had all that shit. So I had like a month and a half where I didn't have to do shit. Like I was getting paid, and even that, like I I didn't reacclimate. You you can like especially national guardsmen. I had to go find a civilian job, and yeah, that element of. in reality, I'm drinking myself to death because I'm self-medicating for my PTSD and all the shit that happened. That's true. It's true. Um, you know, you're you're being pulled from that structured environment, that the the support group that you know, rank structure and all that other shit, into yeah. into oh, flapping yeah. in the wind. I don't I don't think they realize the the added stress that that does because active components are still there. Like when, when you come out of combat and you're in a non-combat role, everyone else is in a non-combat role, right? But you're with, with people, mm-hmm. you're with your people right there. Um, and, and the civilian life, you go back in and it's just, you, you stand out. Like we all stand out no matter what we try to do. You said the whole hippie thing. So if I had a, an old, uh, crusty first sergeant who, um, you know, Marine and all that other stuff. And, when he get, he got out, I saw pictures of him, and he's got like the fucking long, fucking hippie hair. He fucking wears a bandana. He don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. He's riding motorcycles and shit. He's just doing. He's just living his dream, right? I got a mohawk and yeah. blue hair now. Fuck right. What are, what are regs? We don't want regs. Um, I would even push the regs in the fucking guard though, like. If I was a supervisor, I would have been like, "You need to go get a haircut." Not. Oof. Yeah, I rocked a mohawk once. Um, I called it. And then the best part, though, was in the National Guard, not to cut you off, there was one master sergeant. So that's E seven for us. Ah, okay. Time we had the Detroit Lions, or yeah, the Lions came to base, and they had cheerleaders and players and all that shit. They're all having a good time. Whatever, we were in a hangar. I saw this master sergeant. You know, you know what a shaving wave yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. You know, some people. Obviously, this guy must have had a shaving waiver. He was African American. This dude had like a DJ Cali beard. All trimmed up and looked nice. Fucking bald, had sunglasses on. I'm like, bro, no fucking 22 cheerleader, 22 year old cheerleaders going home with you. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You look like a shit bag. Um, but of course, I was in E4, so I was just like, well, I'll tell my people. And I went up to my senior messenger and I was like, look at that guy. He looks like a shit bag. And he was like, yeah, he does. And then just walked away. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's there's once you get past a certain rank, it's kind of like, well, fucking as long as no one, you know, gets hurt, I guess. I, I don't know. They're they're going to retire. It's it's weird. It's a weird limbo that everyone's in. Especially in the guard, man. There are people like you would see and they would hang on for years and I'm like, "Bro, when's the last time you fit into a uniform?" It's a, it's a weird place to be because you have a mixture of 
former military, you've got uh, uh, prior service, which I guess is the same fucking thing, right? Um, you got different branches in in different branches, right? You've got all kinds of different outlets. You got oh, the guys man. who yep. just got out of college and or going to college and using that as a step stone. They're kind of on the fence. Do I want to go active? Do I not? What am I doing? You know, all those different things. And it, just, it makes things interesting. There's there's pros and cons to it, definitely. But the climate of it all is just, um, it's a strange place to be. My freaking, my other phone is getting low. Oh, well, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it cuts out, it cuts out. We'll just keep going. Um, Want to shout keep out going, to the chat. Trip. And everyone else who hops in says hello, wishing us well, telling us we're doing great, um, which is which is, which is good. I love it. Uh, you guys are all awesome. I don't care if it's two people or ten people; don't matter as long as someone out there is getting some value of it. That's that's the whole thing. Absolutely. And the thing I love too is that the more I've started sharing, like my, I got you cut. Hang on, let me readjust. No. All right, I think I lost you for a sec. Hopefully you come back. Because I feel like you were on point on something. Damn. I got tagged with something like that. I get distracted. This is why I can't be on too many phones at once. Because I kind of space out. Right. Am there I still are. here? There we go. <laughs> Okay, so, like, I find that it's interesting because, like, even even talking to civilians about my experiences and, obviously, subsequent uh, mental health issues I have now, um, courtesy of my service, like, um... It's a lot different, though, because, like, I feel like they still get something out of it. There's an understanding. And maybe even there's an understanding with like the mental health aspect and stuff. And then just kind of just, I feel like I'm just enlightening them because, you know, they may have a cousin, a brother, a friend, a significant other who's a military member and they just don't quite understand like, why is my significant other like this? Or why do they get like this? Or why do they, why do they get so ornery around drill or you know, this and that. And it's like, well, because they have to change everything they were at a drop of a dime. Like, like it's not just like, it's not active duty. Cool. I'm doing it all the time. I drink, I party, I do my shit and I'm cool. Like, it's like, no, I was working here doing customer service. And now I have to go deal with a bunch of fucking dumbass idiots and deal with a bunch of toxic leadership. Oh and, yeah, you get thrown into the mix really quickly, like because you know progress doesn't doesn't change oh, yeah. right away because you're you're kind of restarting almost every single time. Oh, every and the fucked up thing is that I've I've came to at least when I was in like I'd say my last three yeah. years out of my twelve, it went from. You know, like, I was shit hot my whole military career. Like, I got in trouble once. Then I went and got airman of the year. Then I got airman a year again. Then I put on staff sergeant and went to Kuwait and got NCO of the year. Nice. 
And but then it was, oh, I have a drinking problem because I'm self-medicating. Then it was, oh, I, I, I got my drinking under control, but now I have all these fucking issues. What's going on? And then it's like I became the black sheep, and I'm like, what? Wait, help me! Like I'm drowning. Help me! Don't you want that person back? That. Yeah was so shit hot like i want to be that person but i can't like i need help help me damn it yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's like pe- nobody gives a shit or nobody once you say mental health they're like oh whoa no 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 no. There's a i don't want to get involved it, because you're gonna get kicked out yeah they feel like they're gonna get dragged into it and you and i i, I remember mm-hmm. that um the last year or so when i transitioned to uh, uh the guard and everything full-time um, I was new to the unit. I was training up north with a different one that I belonged to, and then I would come down south yep. and start going with them because they started kind of like cutting down on waste or whatever. So like, well, you're you're traveling, you got to take a train. I was like, I know, I know, it's a good unit. I like them. Um, uh, they're like, we're putting you in this unit. They're like thirty minutes away. I was like, all right, fair, I get it. Oh, gee, <laughs> there we go. I got you. No worries, because I can I can uh, stick them all together. So it's not a big deal. Very nice. But yeah, just I don't know. And then finally, especially because like I I showed up to basic training on my nineteenth birthday. Right, right. So when I say the military's been my whole life, like I got out last year, so I was thirty, or it was just before my thirtieth birthday. It was April. Yeah. That's wild, man. Fucking it, it, scary. It, like, it's my whole goddamn life. Like, yeah. even, like even in making money, like, I, I haven't held a bunch of civilian jobs. Like, I was a guard bum. I would get put on orders here and there and there. I was really good at my job, so it wasn't hard. Yeah. And, yeah, I did that year and a half with transition assistance. But it wasn't necessarily like a good well, it was a good gig, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I didn't get there because of a good gig. Like my I was married previously when I was really young and my wife was taking all the rent money I was giving her and paying the bills she was supposed to pay. So then I uh, had to go to Play Redhead and get fucking bailed out. And they bailed us out like almost seven grand. Wow. And just talking with you know the the family readiness dude he was a gs 11 or whatever you know civilian but he was a retired load master fucking e8 e9 so like he was like so what's your aspirations like let's try and like find you a job or whatever and you know i this was back when i was like oh i can change the air force for the better oh god yeah no i'm the chief master sergeant of the air force (laughs) <laughs> we all we all have those moments and then we realize um we do our part we get what we get we learn what we can learn and we uh we move forward we try yeah. to pass on some wisdom and stuff but it doesn't always happen there's it's, a knowledge gap it's really right and that's what he kind of did with me because he saw that like i had the the mentality of helping wanting to help people in a shitty spot so he was like, okay, well, this gig just opened up. I'm going to put your name forward. And 
like he went to the FSS commander and was like, oh, we're going to use this guy. And she was like, where's his resume? He was like, I don't need a resume. He has a heart of gold and wants to help people. Like, that's all I need. And she was like, okay. So, like, I got it, but it, it wasn't even under good pretenses because, like, three months later, my fucking wife did it again. And I was like, oh, well, their marriage is done. Fuck this. I'm not, I'm not doing this. We, we learn, and you know, it's there's a, there's a stigma, right? There's a stereotype and all that stuff, but there, there is also, I would say, just kind of going off my own experience. Um, we're so kind of dialed in on, you know, making something out of ourselves, finding our path, mm-hmm. you know, choosing a career yeah. and stuff, that those, um, those intimate relationships of, of really getting to know somebody, we don't oh, you don't always have the time no. to do that. So you know someone based off of like when it's convenient, when, you're, when your schedule is very, very surface level. Like uh, most of mine, I would mm-hmm. work nights and they would work days. So you, and that happens in civilian life as well. You know, it, it tends to happen. Sometimes it takes longer. But I think the, the military or even law enforcement or medical, anything that has long hours tends to expose you to those moments where um, – that risk of, of not having a very open, communicative, uh, mm-hmm. growing relationship doesn't tend to happen. And then things kind of go awry sideways really quickly. and just kind of fuels, fuels those fires a bit. That and like, I feel like it just, uh, it just breeds like if the other person isn't like understanding of what you're doing, it breeds a very toxic environment. Yes. Yeah, because like I, I can say I was very young, and like there's a lot of resentment like, sometimes without having resentment. And like, it just opens the door for so many other things. Like I didn't do it, but like it was in the back of my head. Anytime some other female would show me positive reinforcement, I'd be like, "Oh, hey, what's up, girl? I know I'm married, but <laughs> I'm tired of fucking being ignored or being belittled because I'm just Yeah, I'm gone all the time, but do you have a roof over your head? Do you have food in your belly? And that's just perspective of, of different things that that we have we're taught to have value in, you know? Um and that goes I, Absolutely. I, would, I would say that goes for for either, you know, even even the female military uh with um a civilian spouse or whatnot i don't hear too many of those yeah. but i would imagine it's the same case you know uh with anybody who works long hours hey i'm providing there is that emotional element there is that it's it's really hard to find that balance and and the military is not really set up to benefit in in kind of providing those tools right oh no yeah. and they don't understand it like i was lucky i had a really good commander in the point of my divorce and I was on active orders and cause like I was in this weird limbo. Like I still had to talk to my unit while I was detailed out, Ugh. but then I also answered to like a bunch of other people. But then ultimately like I was, I was under this major in DC who like was adamant about like, if you're on my orders, sorry, but fuck your unit and your Colonel can call me and he can eat a dick. Cause I'll, 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 I'll put him up the chain to my one star. And I was like, well, that doesn't, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to deal with all that bullshit. Right. What did I get in the middle of, you know, and you know, like, um... like even the major that I was under, 
yeah. the light colonel that was technically over me, but not because the major was. And then my light colonel was all just like, whatever time you need, just go do it. Like, you don't have to use leave. You can just you can just come in after you go to court or whatever and then just work until whenever. Cause like I, all my shit was computer. All I needed people, people, I need your social security number and when you want to go and I could do okay. my job. Nice. So like, so like I could come in at three work until midnight and be like, I'm still being productive. God. Yeah. So not everybody has they, that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So they were all like, and at first too, my one, my, my actual unit commander, like he gave me a hundred bucks and he was like, take her out to dinner, take her, bring her some flowers, ask her if she wants to do therapy. Like he was really, really like, you know, try and make it work. You know, like he gave me the tools and the advice to try and make it work. So, you know, I was like, Hey, we should go couples therapy, this and that. And she was like, Nope. And I, was like, well, here are your flowers. I'm not going to take you out to dinner now. I'm just going to give the fucking commander his money back. Oh, and, uh, yeah, we're done. Because like, if you're not willing to put in the work, I- I'm not going to spend at 22. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life fucking miserable and hating my life. Like, no thank you. Not a lot of people are are. Um, I don't want to say bold. I'm looking for a different word, but can realize that that's kind of a perpetual thing that we, we end up getting into. They, um, mm-hmm. too much, too much pride, want to make something work. Sometimes you just got to bite the bullet mm-hmm. a little bit and, and know, you know what? Um, we both need personal growth. We, we had different mm-hmm. expectations. We didn't really communicate whatever the matter was. Um, I could only imagine what, what life is like for, uh, a military spouse on base or, or with reserve national guard stuff. Uh, their world is very, very different from ours you know we we have the military to kind of just distract us and guide us and all that stuff and they got to play everything by ear um but it does take a certain type of person to make it work it really does yep um so and uh, that's where i I saw where i was just like you know this just isn't working out like you know you don't understand that i need me time when i first come back like yeah. whether it be drill, my two weeks, my deployment. Yeah, yeah, a little. Back from my deployment in the house, like I didn't even see our house yet. Like because while I was over there, we were trying to find a house to rent. Yeah, and you know she got it, and I hadn't even seen it before. But right when I came back, it was trash, and she had like a honey do list for me, and I'm like, what? Yeah, that's a little rough. Um, right there. No, I think I'm gonna drink a bunch of whiskey and play all these games I pre-ordered. Like I need <laughs> I've been working twelve to sixteen hour days every day for the past seven months. Like it's a it's a different environment, man. It is. I'm I'm glad that uh, it's it's one of those hard lessons you gotta learn. Uh for oh, yeah. us. And not all of us really find that out until until kids are involved and stuff like that. So it I mean it happens. It does. Well, that's the thing that sucked. We had a, you know, she had a daughter. Yeah. And then, so like, come to find out after everything was said and done, like her baby's daddy, who was always the bad guy until I finally figured out like, wait, this dude's in the army. He's not a shit bag. Like he's a great dad. (laughs) And like, he kind of like pulled me aside and he was like, I want you to know, like she was talking shit about you. Like she's just a dog tag chaser, dude. 
Ooh. Like she just wanted that paycheck. And I was like, well, and that's why, like when we went to the court, we had the like outdated paperwork and stuff. So yeah. they were like, oh, you need to come back. And like, I was like, I'm not leaving this fucking place married. Like I'm on order. <laughs> I don't got fucking time to drive an hour and a half back here again. Like I got fucking shit to do and bless this dude's heart. Cause he was like an intern learning the ropes. Oh no. Paralegal girl or whatever her title was came up that was training him. He was like, I'm so sorry, sir. Can I see your military ID? And I was like, boop. Go. She was like, here's the new paperwork. We're just going to move you to the next case. Fill it out before then, and we're good to go. And I was like, cool. So we did that. We get up there, and like we had a female judge, and I was like, god damn it. I'm not leaving here single. This is a <laughs> fucking shit show. <laughs> I was told to be no questions. God damn it. I can't get that in my head. Opposite. This lady must have been so pro-military or have just seen enough military divorces yeah. that she was like like she asked me she was like Sergeant Hyde why do you want to get a divorce and I was like it's just not working I've I've tried I've suggested therapy um, she refuses she doesn't think we need it this and that and I just can't do it anymore I refuse to be miserable the rest of my life and her demeanor she was so she was so kind to me and then she talked to my ex-wife her demeanor changed. She was like, so what do you have to say? Oh, shit. And like, my ex-wife <laughs> was just like, oh, I, I'm just not happy. And uh, I think I deserve the car and this and that. And she was oh, like, no. And Very she was monetary like, secret, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, what bills do you pay? And she was like, well, I, I try and pay these utilities. And she was like, yeah, I don't want to hear it. Okay. Your divorce is granted. Have a nice day, Sergeant Hyde. And I was like, thank you, ma'am. And I started walking out. The best part was, is my ex-wife's car was broken, so I had to pick her up for it. Oh, geez. And so we're, we get to the car, and my best friend calls me. And I put it on speaker because I'm driving and everything. And he's like, hey, man, so how'd it go? I was like, oh, it's all done, you know. And I was about to get out. Like, yeah, I just got to drop her off and then you know whatever and he <laughs> instantly was like great fuck that bitch she's a stupid cunt and I was like <laughs> I just kind of looked over at her and I was like I mean a spade's a spade right oh jeez <laughs> well it's it's weird I, I've, I've been in situations where you know I've had people kind of let me know what their their true impressions are of, about certain people who've been around me and stuff like that Yep, yep, yep. I've been the same too. I think we all we reserve that just in case. Um, well, it's not even that. I think because being in the military, we rush a lot of things. We do. Because, I mean, do. when you really think about it, and I tell everybody anytime they join the military or talk about, oh, I punched your drill sergeant's lights out or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, you have to understand when you sign those papers, you give the government a blank check. Yeah, that do. will include and up to your life if yeah. it comes down to it. It's, and like civilians true. don't get that. Like you're basically signing your death certificate if it really comes down to it. That's a it's an interesting way of looking at it. I, I I get what you're coming from. You know you know. Speaking of all this, it reminds me, and it's nothing entirely negative. Our, our former neighbors. 
that lived mm-hmm. across the street from us. We started to get to know them a little bit more. Um, his son was of, of age to join. And when they found out we we're military, you know, they're very hyped and asking us questions and stuff. And he mm-hmm. said, I want to join the army. What advice you got? I was like, 100%. Uh, I would say whatever it is you're looking to do, get in writing, keep copies of it. Uh, don't get married to your <laughs> no. girlfriend. If you have one, please don't get married. Just take your time. All right. Take your time and don't get a joint account. And God damn it. Damn kid. His dad came over super proud. He's like, our son just married his, they just got engaged. and He's leaving for that. I was like, Oh fuck. I failed him. Why? I fucking, I fucking failed him. I don't even, I didn't even know the kid personally except, but like, you know, we, we were here long enough and I was like, there's a stigma and there's a reason for that stigma because a lot of us are young. We're excited. We catch us at that time. If we have a significant other, we feel a connection by like most, most young kids do right. Uh, getting out of high school, you're like, Oh, I can do better than my parents or, or I get life. And then you join the military and add that hot mix to it. Oh man, um, I was almost the same way. I, I I don't know if I went in. No, I fucking did. I technically went in engaged. I think I went to to escape it, but uh, that's another story for another time. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole. I can whole tell you how many times I've rushed. And... We do we do rush. We do rush. That that does happen. Um, we just like to get shit done. I, I don't think that applies for everything in life, unfortunately, but. Uh... Not just get shit done. Like, I don't know. Once you, once you start getting on a good role in the military, I feel like, like nothing's impossible and everything's really quick when you look at it. Like once you get in a good role of like promotions and getting awards, your fucking rides going. So like like life is just falling into place. So you're going in the next phase of life. I get that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And especially being so young when I first got in, like by 22, like I was getting in arguments with my, you know, mentors, like, why don't I have a family yet? Why don't I have a a job where I can have a house yet? Like I've been working my ass off the past three years. Like, why don't I have these things yet? And like, they would always just be like, just act your age, Burke. Like you're 22. Huh? Yeah. Time. Like you don't need a family yet if you don't want to. You, the perception of maturity is different. Yes, absolutely. We, we perceive ourselves a little more mature in life because we're mm-hmm. succeeding in, a, in an environment that, that provides a rank structure, um, yeah. fairly clearly lined out you know, paths to, to move up in a career path or whatever else. And I think that does kind of skew us a bit in, mm-hmm. in understanding what milestones – may be appropriate for our age and our maturity level. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's well, pretty just like, remember that, uh Remember that job interview I talked to you about with the trucking company? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the same thing. Like, I feel like that gets brought up more in civilian life when you're trying to get a job or just talking to people like, yeah, I've done this, 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 just in general conversation. And then they're like, oh, you're full of shit. And it's like, no, bitch, you're just, not as experienced as I am. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, that goes back to. to one you thing. Don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, it just, you're not in the military just like that president of that trucking company. There's no way you've done this. 
oh, well, I don't need to work for you then. Like, I have done this probably 10 times fold. I'm probably forgetting shit to put down. <laughs> so you can go fuck yourself. Sorry, dude, that wanted to hire me. But you can go fuck yourself in proxy. And I'm just going to leave. Like, I'd, I'd rather go struggle somewhere else then. That's fine. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a double-edged sword because, I mean, we do have – that level of training and that experience that, that you don't always find in the civilian world. Uh, unless yep. you know somebody, you get into a field and you do internships and prove yourself. So we have to basically prove ourselves again when we get out. And that's hard. That's hard for military. And I think remembering something one of my buddies, uh, my buddy Rich actually said to me a while back, uh, <laughs> he's always had a problem with military personnel coming off like they have a chip on the shoulder. In particular, for whatever reason, uh, Marines, and I was like, "Well, Marines are like that, regardless." Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't kind of gloss that over as in general for for a larger scope as, as far as military. But I see where you're coming from, and it wasn't until I had to reflect on some of those things, like a job interview and stuff that I had, very similar to yours, kind of different area, uh, where I had a, a certain level of expertise and experience at a really, really high level at the military side. So I thought I could handle. That was completely mm. bogus to civilian world or, or the corporate world because of my age. Um, Absolutely. I ran into the same way. And you know what? When you don't have um, a military or a veteran personnel in that chain that's making those decisions that can kind of translate for, for that uh, entity, we do come off with a chip on our shoulder. I can, I can understand that. And I can understand where there's going to be pushback. Looking at it now, in the moment, I was like, well, what the fuck, man? Why would why would you have me go retrain on shit? I, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a trainer for that. Like, it's bottom right. line, and it's my world. I live, eat, we breathe, breathe that shit. Exactly, and only other military would understand that. Um, but it does take some time for us to kind of look back and be like, okay, we could handle those situations a little bit better. And also, if civilians uh, and and the corporate world was a little more educated. Um, that would help bridge that communication gap too as well. I feel like there should be a nationwide veterans union. Like okay. not just these organizations that if you find them, you can you can get help from them like the USARA <laughs> rights and all that shit. Like I oh, mean yeah, like you have to know how to map it and figure it out. It's shit. once you get out of the military, you're instantly put into the union the government takes care of the union dude and you instantly getting put in with like a retainer or a handler and be like all right what are you trying to do what field are you trying to go into let me give you some resources yeah. let me let me know what let me know let you know what companies are on board with this you know veterans union and then go from there because i mean if you had somebody that it still has that structure of you know i am above you like a command right right like i am your veteran union officer so i am above you we'll we'll throw officer in there so that mentality is there with that i'm above you i am going to help you i'm going to give you the shit you need to do and you're going to do it because I know you're going to do it because you've been doing it for however many fucking years you've already been doing it. Let me ask you this because you brought up something interesting and I was trying to imagine it. 
I, I think the the Veteran Affairs right department um, was was the intention of being that element. Um, you you guys have like um, not like a retention unit or a rear detachment unit or whatever. There's usually like like say when you went to boot camp and you don't your class your rotation doesn't start right away. They have kind of like a holding unit. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. So, like you're just doing bitch work. Pretty, pretty much, much, pretty much, just prep work or whatever else, keeping you, you know, mission ready, whatever for boot camp. Um, if they had a like an out processing unit, keep the same kind of environment element, slowly transition into like a corporate world, but still have the same kind of structure um, that was familiar to us. I think that might kind of tone down the shock of leaving the military. Regardless, like you, you'd have all the same counterparts, so to speak. You know, right. Well, that's what like the the transition assistance program is a great idea in in theory. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of briefings that people are going to. And you know how briefings go. Oh, yeah. Like a box. No, but I'm Pac-Man in my head staring at the wall, like (laughs) counting dots and stuff. No. Yeah. In in practice, in in practical use. A lot of those things don't work, and sometimes it takes someone on that side who understands, sees that, and, you know, former E8 or whatever else who kind of gets that individual to be like, this, you, you need to do this. There's no choice. You have to do this process. It's not just, um, you know, check the box. It's not just sit in, in a, a PowerPoint presentation. Like, this is part of your next mission. This is part of you phasing out and phasing into the next yes. stage of, of, of being military, being a veteran, all that stuff. We're missing that big gap. And part of it's the mentality. Part of it's just, uh, you know, being sour for leaving or whatever have you. Uh, mm-hmm. And we, like we continue to say in all these discussions, a lot of it is not knowing, not understanding, and not being able to meet that individual where they're at. Because you can't cookie cutter shit and you can't approach no. everybody well, with it, a briefing. It goes back to that mentality thing because, like, regardless of where you are in the chain. I cut you. Cut you out. Oh, no, I didn't cut you. I mean, you're lost again. again. Uh, Goddamn shitty internet. <laughs> right? I was just anyway. saying, um, we'll get you back in and just kind of wrap up a little bit. But once, once we just we just run with a topic and it just kind of flows into and just so much. It, it well, that, does. That's what I was, that's what I was trying to end with. Like, I feel like no matter where you are in the chain of command. Yeah. I would say this is true for, I'd say 89% of people in the military. Okay. The military is just a big fraternity or sorority. Like you party, you fucking work extremely hard and then you party even harder. Like, yeah. So when you when you're getting out, regardless of your 22, 58, whatever, I don't feel like like in some places you are so mature that you're like a hundred and fifty year old person, but in other areas you are so immature that it is a detriment <laughs> to you, like like to a point of where like you have to consciously not do some things. Yeah. Don't you can get a fucking job. <laughs> yeah, you don't say it. You're fucking. You don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, uh, don't do it. Don't say that. Don't do this. Don't flip that person off. 
Like stuff you can do in the military. You can't tell somebody to unfuck themselves. You just can't do it. It just right. doesn't exactly. Especially when they're your supervisor and you're sitting there like, you know, I could run this whole store by myself blindfolded, right? Like, <laughs> and you go What's unfuck yourself. Part of it's an intimidation. And again, I, I do my best now, nowadays, to put myself mm-hmm. in those shoes just so I can try to understand how to, how to kind of relate a little bit better or, or translate some of what I'm trying to explain or experience or, or just give anything from from my mm-hmm. point of view so it kind of lands the way I want it to land and it's it's a trial and error it really is it's hard it's, it's yeah hard it's, it's hard to speak civilian I, I just yes. kind of times where I messed up I was like I don't speak I need a translator I need a terp terp all right we need a, we need a civilian sure. we need a retired E9 who's been a civilian doesn't give a fuck can you can you come help us well it was like you were telling me about that one company that has like you know, their own veterans union, basically, like yeah. their own veterans service officer, if you will. Yeah, they've got right their own club kind of thing, which I, which uh, reminds me, I got to email them. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, we got to write that email to rip it, too. We, like, yeah. Hashtag rip it. Rip it nation. Um, rip it nation. Kept us going on missions, and, and now they're going to keep us going afterwards on this next mission called Savannah. Oh, shit, I got to a minute and 50 seconds uh, left on the live, which is great because it tells me a total about an hour. So, um, we'll do you want to wrap up and then I'll make my videos real quick and then we'll do an IG live for the stream? We can do that. We can do that. So we'll wrap this up. You got anything else to add besides it being really fucking weird trying to be a civilian? It's. Um, it takes I practice. Feel like, I feel like being a military civilian is like god i'm trying to think of a more pc way to say this a drill instructor becoming a professor of uh theology right or just like (laughs) god damn it like like a vampire trying to become a fucking lifeguard on a beach like okay fair enough like just so out of your element that you're like what the God fuck? damn it. I might as well just just take me back military and let me be there until I die. Fuck. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. Let's wrap it on that. That's fucking right. solid. I'll have to piece together everything afterwards. Everybody, we're about to dismount the dismount. No! Oh. Oh. I'm out! <laughs> Alright, I'll talk to you in a sec. Let me hit the head and then I will... I'll start a IG live and you just jump in. Outstanding. All right, bud. All right. Perfect. Later. See you, bud. Later.